Hello and welcome to the Moving Curve. I'm Rukmini, a data journalist based in Chennai. Every night on this mini cast, I consider one question around the novel coronavirus epidemic in India. Tonight I'm considering this one. Have we done the right thing by loosening labor laws? It's day 103 of the novel coronavirus epidemic in India and we are reporting 67152 cases with 2206 deaths there's no doubt that the world post lockdown is going to look very little like what we have known of life up until now last week we got the first signs of what work could look like in the coming months and years a number of states have amended their labor laws for new units that come up post lockdown so that they can be attractive to investors by offering far less regulated and protected labor uttar pradesh of course took the lead in these changes by essentially suspending most labor laws for 3 years even for existing units leading the reporting on these vital issues for some time now has been a young journalist somesh jha an assistant editor at the business standard in delhi somesh is an exceptional reporter and among other big scoops in the last few years He leaked two vital national sample survey reports that the government was withholding because it made them look bad. He is also my former colleague from when we worked together at the Hindu. I asked him how these changes began. The labor law reforms, uh, the so-called labor law changes, I would say rather, started yeah. with uh, the Rajasthan government uh, yeah. increasing the maximum number of hours in work from eight hours to twelve hours in a day. yeah and uh, that, that was the one gradual approach that they uh, thought would be the ideal one to cover up the loss of production right because there was loss of a lot of working hours and ilo also had acknowledged it that there has been a massive loss of working hours yeah uh, because business was shut so that was followed up by other states as well like uh, punjab followed it madhya pradesh did it and uh, haryana did it so other states were gradually opening up uh, to this idea of increasing the working hours gujarat did it but yeah. the problem was actually the way that the, state, the states uh, did these changes like yeah. uh, for instance gujarat it it uh, uh, changed the factories act through a provision which can only be used during a national emergency or during war or during an internal disturbances and they justified it and uh, this is uh, invoking the wrong provision of the law and beyond that they did not offer an overtime uh, pay, uh, uh, due which should be the, the double the uh, income from the normal working hours right and they said that you know uh, uh, this is what we think is appropriate so everybody uh, had their own design of uh, labor law amendments right. but then uh, there was a sudden change uh, and it was brought in by the madhya pradesh government Mm. they uh, announced a set of liberal reforms which were really drastic in nature right. what they said is that uh, that we are going to exempt uh, the new units which will be set up in the next 1000 days uh, from various provisions of the labor laws right. and what provisions of the labor laws these were like first of all uh, the, uh, they amended uh, they they said that we are going to amend the factories act to say that uh, uh, new units won't be able to won't have to comply with welfare provisions in the factories act some of the uh, some of the changes that uh, madhya pradesh government uh, brought in to the labor reform uh, the labor laws 
uh, I mean, uh, were quite outrageous in nature. For instance, uh, you know, the factories are no longer supposed to uh, uh, comply with provisions related to cleanliness, drinking water, uh, urinal facilities, and proper ventilation. Hmm. So if you do away with some of these working conditions and you increase the number of working hours on the other hand, so you are providing a, a deteriorating a, a working a, a facilities to the workers at a time when they're already stressed, right? And yeah. after Madhya Pradesh, so this was Madhya Pradesh, this was Madhya Pradesh. After that, Uttar Pradesh went one step ahead and they announced that all the uh, establishments, even the present ones, Forget mm. about the new ones, which Madhya Pradesh said it will apply to. Even the present units and the new units will be exempt from all labor laws for three years. And they put some conditions. They said that um, uh, the uh, some of the provisions related to women and children will continue, continue to apply. Mm. Some of the provisions related to payment of wages, like timely payment of wages, will come, continue to exist. Mm. And uh, uh, there will be a provision in the uh, Building and Other Construction Workers Act related to worker welfare, which will continue to be there. And mm. all the safety norms in the Factories uh, Act will continue to be there. Mm. And we'll, we are abolishing all the other labor laws. So this is the... And then, uh, of course, Gujarat government followed uh, on a similar principle. Uh, then Assam, Assam has now recently uh, uh, done something very different from all these states. It has only allowed fixed term employment and uh, moved out some of the uh, units out of Factories Act and the Contract Labor Act. So this is, in summary, what all the states have done, more or less. Here's the gist of the argument of people who support this, and there are many, especially among economists. It's that India's labor laws are overly restrictive and that hampers growth. But taking a sledgehammer to virtually all labor protections at a time when workers haven't worked in months, have eaten through their savings, are at risk of illness, and desperately need jobs, seems like an opportunistic squeeze of labor to kickstart growth. I mean, one set of argument that we have is that the labor laws are very restrictive in nature for the industry, and yeah. that is one reason why they are, don't uh, grow too much in terms of manpower. Yeah. Because the moment you uh, for example, what happens right now is that 99%, uh, more than 99% of the firms in India are actually employing less than 10 workers, right? Mm -hmm. And the moment you hire the 10th worker, mm -hmm. uh, the uh, labor laws uh, start to uh, come to you. But that doesn't mean that instead of addressing these loopholes, right. you know, the loopholes related to administrative issues right. uh, and the complexities in which these labor laws are established in India, like different definition for uh, workers in different uh, labor laws, different right. definition of wages in different labor laws, different definition of establishment in different labor laws. Right. I mean, there are multiple definitions of these uh, uh, basic uh, elements of a workplace. So instead of addressing those issues, you are just saying that no labor laws will exist. And it's actually, I mean, helping no one because industry, it will give an opportunity uh, uh, also. I mean, it, it will actually uh, deride industry of the genuine labor reforms that can happen right now. I told Somesh that it also seemed bizarre to me that the governments would look at migrant workers walking home from all parts of the country after losing work and think fewer labor protections. Yes, that's what we need. It's in front of our eyes. Even the government did not anticipate the kind of uh, 
problem it will face related to uh, the migrant workers because they never realized the kind of uh, uh, I, I don't think they uh, they anticipated that this is the kind of vulnerability that the labor force is living in. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, otherwise they wouldn't have taken so long to arrange for trains and buses for these workers because now they've realized that, that that's what they want. They want their own safety. They have no social security network. That's why they don't want to stay in the states that they are in right now. So looking at all this, the uh, I mean, uh, uh, the only way to bring back workers to the uh, to factories or establishments, provided that they want to come back, is to give them some incentive to come back, right. rather than uh, creating a, a framework where you are actually, uh, you know, uh, making it worse for the workers. You are making them more vulnerable. You have to give more protection to the workers right now, as well as uh, you know, uh, have a conducive work. Uh, uh, business environment and labor right. laws reforming labor laws is not the only solution for having a conducive investment right. climate i mean there are a host of other issues industry face as with all moments of great challenge for a country there is the opportunity to create a new social compact when we venture out into the world again or to rip up the rights and protections those before us fought for decades to win it's frightening to see which way we've chosen to go Thank you for listening. This episode was edited by Anand Krishnamurthy. Tomorrow, a new question.